Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where in the world you are, mi gente. Welcome to Wednesday, or shall I say, hump day. And as promised, this is part two of three of the It's Michelle podcast, interviewing Soul Touch of the Poet from the King and I Life podcast. I hope you enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Link will be in the description, and make sure you follow me on Instagram at its.me.shell. Click the link in my bio. It'll take you to all my other socials all my other social media, YouTube channel, podcast platforms, and so much more. This episode will also be out on YouTube. However, I will release this on Friday. Just want to give myself some time. We already spoke about burnout. Not something I want to happen. So you already know. Ay, mi gente, let's go. I see you. It's me. 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 All right, here we go. Hold on. Let me make this look real cute. Oh, my. Hold on. All right, go ahead. What do they call you? All right, so they call me king. They call me king ho. They call me asshole. They call me a king. They call me Archie. They call me Oscar. Um, they call me Landy. They call me Landry. They call me Lady. They call me Langley. They call me Lan- Lando. Um I think that's all of them. Aching, achieving. Achieving. Um, yeah. There we go. Achieving. I think I got them all. I think I got them all. The nerve. Achieving. Yeah. So the reason why they call mm. me all these names because my birth name is Aching. Okay. Um, it's African. I'm not African, ladies and gentlemen, but my name is African. Um since I can remember my family has called me King. That's my nickname. Um, My family has always mispronounced my name my entire life by calling me A-King. So I started first telling people my name was A-King as my birth name. But I always tell people to call me King because that's the name I've been called all my life. How people get achieving Oscar, A-King, Archie, Arching out of that. I have no fucking idea. Now, wow. My, my last name, five la- letters, L-A-N-D-Y, Landy. Mm-hmm. How they get Landry, Laundry, Lady, Langley. I have no fucking idea. Mike um, Larry. <laughs> right. Um, I don't even attempt to tell too many people my middle name because they they butcher it. Like if they butcher my first name and they butcher my last name, my middle name is just, just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and, and, and the sad part is, here's the sad part. I tell you how to say my name and you Mm. still mess it up. Like three seconds after I tell you and you still mess it up. It's like, are you illiterate or are you stupid? Right. Um, You know, I can't stand that. Right. And, and here's the other thing. Like, I spell out how to pronounce my name. Like my name is Aching. It's spelled A-C-H-I-E-N-G. To make it easy, I tell people just think of Ah 
and ching and put that together. And right. when I write it out, A H H C H I E N G C H I N G like ching. Right. How do you mess that up? I have no fucking idea. Like that's because no, like, they just don't want to get it right. Right. And, yeah. Like I've had I had someone butcher my name so many times and it's like I'm looking at them like it's like why are you getting mad it's like I'm not getting mad I'm just don't understand how you messing up my name oh why are you getting all in your feelings like I'm not getting my feelings I'm just wondering why you're stupid um (laughs) like like literally if I if I if if you ask me how to say my name and I tell you and you still mess it up I'm like what's wrong with you and if I tell you how to write it down to help you pronounce it and you still mess it up it's like that's a problem. That's yeah. on that's on them at this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's and, definitely and, a problem. And my tolerance is like that, that, like that, like that, like literally like that. Oh my goodness. Well, I think your name is um very unique. I've it never is. heard it before. Yeah. Do, does it have a meaning? Does it have like a meaning behind your name? Because I know it's African. <sighs> yes. So the meaning is born during the sunny season, but okay. Here's the humdinger. I tell people that my mother was high when she picked my name because <laughs> it is actually the way it's spelled is actually it's it's from Kenya, okay, uh, from the Low Tribe, and it's actually the female way of spelling my name. My name is as a male, it's supposed to be Oching, but there are males with Aching, but my name is supposed to be Oching. It's supposed to be O C H I E N G. Oh, so she named you the female. Yeah, but. Males Achim. have the female spelling of their name, but okay. typically a male is supposed to be Oching and not Aching. Oh, oh, your poor mama. She was lit. Lit the fuck she up. She was lit. Yeah, she's she like, I, I saw it in a book and I liked it. And I'm like, what the fuck book were you looking at? Like, why? Why did you do this to me? We about to get your mom up in here. Like, excuse me. Right, like, this, come on. Yeah, like, but I mean, and, and, and. Um, I, I say this before, but I haven't said it a lot. I hated my name growing up. Like oh. hated it. I didn't because really. Because it's in, hard. It's not that it's hard. It's just that it's too different. And I was always mm-hmm. like, people don't believe me, but I was always shy growing up. Um, and, and being that my nickname was King and I really didn't know my name was Aching. I thought it was Aching. So I, I wasn't accustomed to my name. But I didn't really start accepting my name until 1992 when I was active duty army and okay. in my um, my platoon, we were doing a like uh, getting to know each other session and we were right. telling each other about our names, and where we're from and this, that and other. And the guys in my platoon, they were actually joking my name. And from there, I started really appreciating my name from there. Oh, that's what's up. So I feel like the military was just such a big part of your life. Yeah. Like um, came to a lot of realizations and yeah. a lot of acceptance and knowing who you are, like relationships, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I had no um no desire to join the military. Um mm-hmm. it was like I said, it was it was a it was out of necessity. Um, yeah. but my goal in the military was to achieve more than what my mother did Uh and as a parent with a child you want your child to exceed more than what you did my goal was to exceed more than what my mother did and I've done that and I still try to um I'm still trying to push further but 
here's another thing about the National Guard Reserve and uh, as opposed to active duty. Mm-hmm. It's harder to excel in a National Guard and Reserve than it is active duty. So um, I'm a E7 Sergeant First Class. I've been there since 2013. By okay. now, I should be a damn Command Sergeant Major, but right. it's harder in the National Guard and Reserves. And depending on your career path and and, and your um, diversity of assignments, that kind of hinders you. So had I been active duty, I would have retired from the military in 2011. I would have been collecting a retirement check and disability right. check, working full time and getting that check. I would have been like a $200,000. Chilling. $200,000 nigga. Um, you know. <laughs> I'm still six figures, but I would have been you no know, bigger, bigger six figures, you know. It would have been Jay Z. Yeah, you know, you know, climbing up that. <laughs> well, I think you're doing great. Now, well, can you? This is going to be a silly question, though. Would you be able to like switch? Although you're reserved now, there's no way you can go active duty. No, I actually tried back in 2012, but the problem is. I have too much time and too much rank. And when I when I actually talked to a recruiter at the time, I was a staff sergeant, which is an E6. I would have had to drop down two ranks uh, to switch my job in order to go active duty or wait to see if an open slot for my rank and my job was available. And it was like, at that time, it was like, I don't have the patience or the time to wait. So let me just keep doing what I'm doing. Oh, okay. So you just keep going. How long do you have till you retire? Do you know? Like, do oh, you? Oh, I could have retired eight years ago. Oh, okay. So that still stands. You still did your twenty. Yeah, and- I, I'm. I'm. I'm past my. Tw- I'm at actually at almost twenty nine years. Um, wow. But the only reason why I stay in is because I have personal goals that I like that I want to okay. accomplish. Um, I've accomplished the majority of them, but I do want to at least try to get the next rank which is which is master sergeant um and other than that um only other reason why i stand is for my my youngest son who's who's graduate this school year he's 17 Mm -hmm. um i like the military benefits i get that so i don't know what people's benefits out there are like but with the military i have tri care it's like 230 dollars a month for me and my son um, I know people pay a whole lot more than that. And mm-hmm. like, I don't need, I typically don't need referrals and, and all that kind of stuff. And I can go to any doctor I want nationwide where, you know, some people's insurance, they don't have nationwide coverage. Right. Um, it, it's just great insurance. And plus, you know, the more years I get in, the more my military retirement will be, even though it's not what it would be if I was active duty. Um, you know, and stuff like that. And plus, I just, I, 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 I take great pride in, in serving my country. It, it, you know, we all, this is all of our country. So mm-hmm. I take pride in that. Whereas, you know, a lot of people have, you know, we all have our, our um, dislikes for certain things, you know, politics, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, when you look to your left and right, we're all Americans. And if, yeah nobody stands up for Americans, then nobody will stand up for America. So I I look at it like that. Um, And that's the way I look at it. I know a lot of people don't look at it like that. You know, people say, oh yeah, I respect the military, but I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. And they always send in hours to war. And it's like, yo, bro, 
minorities, we're a small percentage of the military. So it's like when you look at who goes to war or whatever, it's more of, you know, other, you know, racial backgrounds. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, don't look at it like that, because let's just say every American said the hell with the military and nobody served. If something happened, then what? Right. People make it so like they make it so much about color and about yeah. race. And it's always, well, you know what? They just want black and brown people to go down first. And when half the time you might not be a front line, you probably right. comes or something, you know, like there's so, there's just so many different yeah. things that you can do, but people are very small minded. And I think that's what we were talking about when, um, on your podcast with how people are just kind of closed minded about certain things. What was he mm-hmm. saying? You said religion. Yeah. Politics and Politics, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah very close-minded they don't look at the two there's two sides of a coin they don't look at none of that it's just very like tunnel vision yeah and 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 you know another one other thing i'll point out with the military is yes there has been racial bias in the military for a long time but the military has come a long way and it's a lot a lot of that stuff is not tolerated um uh, racial issues are not tolerated um um sexual abuse is not tolerated it's a lot of stuff that's not tolerated that was, you know, you know, standard back in the day. So it's like now at, at this point now, yes, you still have, you know, certain, you know, things that go on. But for the most part, it's like it's it's an even playing field. It's all about where your head is at and, and, and what you hope to bring, hope you what you want to accomplish. And just like in everyday life, what you want to change. So the more you put into it, the more, the more, you know, it, it works out for not only for you, but people who come behind you or people who are, who are there before you, because some people are stuck in their ways. And it's like, sometimes you need to do something to make that change. And people need to understand that the military is just like everyday life is just a, a, a section off part of life. Yeah. Um, and, and don't look at it as a hindrance or as a negative thing. Look, you can go out here and say, the hell with military, the hell with college and hell with this and hell with that. But what skills do you have to proceed mm-hmm. to progress in life? You know, you, you, you have to pick a road. And, and, and if, you know, if you look at college, you can't afford it. If you look at, you know, entrepreneurship, if you're not ready for it, and let's just say, you know, you look at the every jo- everyday job and it's not working for you. What else do you have? You know, yeah. you can't sell drugs because you're going to go to jail. You can't, you know, right. just with your life and and if the military is hey it could be a first choice or a last choice whatever it is you know and and no matter what it is take advantage of the the opportunities that you have before you and and make it work for you make it work with you oh i agree you're dropping gems today so that's all i'm gonna say so I'm going to say, all right, so I'm going to talk about, I don't know how I'm going to top that because like I said, you're dropping a lot of gems tonight, but I'm going to talk about my names because people, it's not that people don't listen. I think for me, people just don't care. <laughs> They're just like. I, I would say, yeah, I would agree with that. People just like, don't care. They don't care. Like, oh, you say your name is what? Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. for me, I mean, you had a lot of names, but also your name is so unique. Right. right? Mine is very simple and people still fuck it up. So <laughs> I'm going to add the timer for little old me. Mind blowing. You would be surprised. So just to be clear, guys, my name is Michelle 
This is your hostess, Michelle S. That's my name. And the names that I have heard people call me, my journeys of life, you'd be right. Oh, my God. I know. All right. So I have have the infamous Melissa, which I've said before, Mitchell, Mitchell, Rochelle, yeah, Michael, which I guess, Mitchie, I'm like, Michelle, Mitchie, Mike, you know, I guess, I guess all the variations of Michael. Um, but the last one, this is for all my Russian brethren out there, Misha. I have been called Misha. And just to let you know, Misha is it's like, I even, I had to look it up because when someone called me that, not only were they not Russian, <laughs> what? Wait. they were not. And I said, what did you call me? Misha, right? That's your name. I said, no, my name is Michelle. Oh, it sounds so much like Misha. And I said, Misha, Michelle, I guess. I said, but my name is French. And uh, this person was like, oh, well, you know, I don't know where this name is from. And I looked it up. So my favorite is Misha because it means who resembles God. Uh, Hey. I'm not, even, I'm not even gonna hate you on that one. Like, yo, if my name resembled God, I'd roll with it too. <laughs> so you know, they put me on that. When I found out what that meant, I was on the highest pedestal you can think of. Oh wow. Rock you thinking of the it. high pedestal? Listen, you think of a high pedestal right now? I was higher than that. Wow. So I was just like, you know, and, and just a little history, okay? This gender this gender neutral name. Misha stems from the Hebrew Hebrew roots, and it means who resembles God. And this name is very popular in Russia. And it is considered to be a nickname for Michael, which is not my name because my name is Michelle. But I think there's some irony because being that I'm not a religious person, but my name resembles God. Stop it. Stop it. Stop all of it. You like, guys are playing with me too much. Like, first of all, um, just looking at your name is well, I always in my head I always called you Michelle. Everybody does that. I mean, I, I'm I only call you that because the way that you have it. Like you have M I. Right. Yeah, so I just say Michelle. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to look at your name like this written down, Michelle, it's like yeah. Michael. Yeah, Mike, Michael, doctor's offices. Uh Melissa. I'm like, nah, like I, I don't understand how you get my Mitchell, Mitchell, Michelle. I mean, uh, Melissa, Mitchell, Michael. I'm not Mike. Like I was they like, say, nah, this like can't they say ignorance is bliss. It really is, but it's not blissful to me. Right, right. Because <laughs> uh, it's like, first of all, your name is not that that unique as mine. So it's like. Michelle is more uh, is a pretty common name, and it's like right. Uh, like I know you know Michelle's in your life somewhere, somewhere. somewhere. I like, literally pull out the Beatles, and I'm like Michelle, my belt. Like that's my name, Michelle. Oh, oh, okay, Mitchell, come to the back. I'm like motherfucking piece of shit. Yeah. Right. Fine, I'll go to the back. <laughs> do you ever get people say to say to you, "How do you pronounce your name?" Because I don't want to mess it up. No. Oh, they just mess it up. They just mess it up. <laughs> yeah. I wish I got that. <laughs> I, I get people who say that. Like, How do you say your name? Because I don't want to mess it up. And I tell them, say, oh, aching. No. 
No. That's not what I said. That's not. (sighs) Okay. They just, they don't care. I will tell you right now, they can give five shits about our names. Right. And that's the end of our segment, which makes me really sad because I still feel like people don't know who I am, who I really am. Right. I'm still up in the air. Oh, man. I'm so blown. No, I'm blown by yours. You had a lot. Yeah, they called oh, you Mike Larry. Like you were right. just, <laughs> you were just. I think Oscar was the worst. Like Oscar, like, Os- like how do you get Oscar out of Aching? It's like, like wait, they, like they don't care. They they gave up on trying. My baloney has a first name O S C A R. Like, like come on, like did you not see that? Com- you know, I understand that was in the eighties, but yo, <laughs> word. Like I mean, we still remember the Oscar, Oscar. Right. Oscar the Grouch, Oscar Meyer. Like, Oscar come on. Meyer. There, there's no way. No way. Nah. All right. Well, like every origin story, you know, everybody, every movie has an origin story. Yes. And I feel like you have an origin story. Yes. So we're going to get into the King and I Life podcast. And I know Jeff is in here with us. Yes, yes, yes. So I wanted to ask, how did you and Jeff get into podcasting? Like, how did you meet? Or when you met, how did you say, you know what, dude, you're the guy I want to do a podcast with? Or were you guys friends? All that good stuff. Okay, so we met in Germany in like 89 so we've been like brothers since then um we lost contact with each other for a while after after germany we linked back up probably around 2013 something like that Mm -hmm. so 2019 had a couple of friends doing a podcast and he had hit me up and was like hey let's start a podcast um so we was we was like all right bet you know let's let's get it rocking or whatever the case may be um we had recorded a couple of episodes on anchor but the audio was trash um like the audio was trash um so life happened and we just left it alone Mm -hmm. um 2020 came around and we revisited and then we started recording again you know a couple of audios was trash um a couple of was good we started on zoom or whatever um and then, you know, we started recording more and more and more. So 2020, we started and then we, we took off from there. Um, so he came up with the name. He came up with, you know, all that. And, uh, you know, me more the, more the techie person. I, I was on that end. Um, so, yeah, we went from there and we decided that, hey, we're just going to talk about, you know, King and I life is. You know, we're going to talk about life, um, new top news topics, uh, current events, uh, life in general, you know, just stuff like that. Um, we didn't want to be pigeonholed into any kind of niche or anything like that. So that's how we started. Oh, that's what's up. How did you, well, I know your nickname King. How did you come up with like King and I? Cause it's spelled E-Y-E, right? Right. Okay. How did you guys come up with that? Like the word play? Um, that was all him. Um, I really don't know or fully where his head was at, but, Mm. um, if, if I was to really look at it, it was like King in the all seeing eye. So, you know, we're both Kings and we're both all seeing eyes 
and we're talking about life. Oh, well, that's what's up because I, that's how I thought about it. Um, before I knew the history of your name, mm -hmm. I thought maybe it was kind of like, yeah, like, you know, two kings kind of just observing the world and right. talking about it, you know, current events and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Um, does it get in the way of like your work and stuff, podcasting? Um, podcasting, it doesn't get away in the way of work for me. Um, <laughs> because when we first started, I was on full telework. So oh. I had the freedom to record all the time. Um, you know, he does water towers, inspections and stuff like that. So, um, you know, so we, we more so worked on his schedule and, and quite honestly, my first wife was a third, uh, co-host on our podcast really? uh, for a while. Yeah. Um, she's the mother of my oldest son. <laughs> um, but, um, it got to the point to where she was not available all the time and or tech friendly or whatever. Cause yeah. like, we, you know, we do our, uh, our outlines and stuff on, on, on Google uh, docs. And mm -hmm. it's like, she would said she was, wasn't able to get in there or whatever the case may be. <laughs> so it's like me and him are going off the, the outline and she's mm -hmm. like, well, just, you know, throw it out. Then it's like, nah, we kind of like need you to like get in there so that yeah. you know what the hell is going on. And we all on the same page because it's like with her infrequency and, you know, me and him always vibe because we would talk every day. Cause we like, yeah. we talk on um, Marco Polo and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like me and him talk every day. So we bouncing, you know, ideas back and forth and, you know, for her to just come in the fold off the cuff and we throwing the, the, you know, the, 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 the talking points out there it's like okay. she would get long-winded and it's like you know we have a question or a topic a talking point or whatever and it's like we give out one two minute you know whatever and she's going on for five minutes it's like yo <laughs> so it wasn't as organic as you wanted it right to. It, right and then after a while it was like yo we, we, we getting on such and such day and it's like shoot her a text it's like oh I don't hear my text message you got to call me it's like I'm not doing all that <laughs> It's like you got your phone with you all day. Like you checking the Facebook and Instagram and this, that, and other. You can't see a text message. Like right. I'm not doing that. Like you know, he would like, all right, I'll call. I was like, that's on you, bro. I'm not doing it because I'm at the point. It's like, yo, I'm doing this part of it. You're doing that part of it, and and she's not doing this part. No, you know, and it's no knock against. So I'm not talking negative about her. No, but it's of like, course. Yeah. If everybody's not carrying their weight, it's like you know what? I gotta fall back because. I, my, I myself, I got, I got a heavy load with all of this and, you know, yeah. he got his load, but it's like, if, if I got all this heavy load over here and I got to do extra to get her involved, I'm not doing it. It's um, too much. It's, it's too, too much. effort. Yeah. And I don't blame you because I do this stuff solo. So having to like edit and talking points and notes and all that stuff and interviews and yeah. setting cameras. And it is a lot of work. So having three people and then having like that third person, you got to kind of carry them too. It does become a little um, overwhelming. Yeah. And we actually had a, a um, at that time we, we pulled in a third person that I knew, but <sighs> let me tell you, you know, you know, when you have someone that likes you, but mm -hmm. you've never crossed that bridge and you see the tension there. It was like that. Like she was feeling me like that, but I wasn't feeling her. Like she stayed in Connecticut and okay. it's like, I could only take her in doses. So we brought her on and it's like, 
she was just too much and people really wasn't feeling her. I mean, she was cool and everything, but people wasn't feeling her. And then her emotions started getting into it. And it's like, yo, nah, like no mas. No mas. Ja. Mm-mm. That, that, that got like, yo, it was like, yo, we got, nah, we can't. So, That's I mean, a little messy. Yeah. I mean, but the thing about it is like, we, we have a broad range of topics and, and some of our topics that we've had or that we have that we want to do, it needs female energy. And it's mm-hmm. like, we always want a female to come on and it's like, we can't get anybody come on. So it's like so a lot of these topics, we just got to throw to the wayside or, Damn. um, do the best we can as men to address these issues. Like for me, it's easy to address these issues because I grew up around women and I have a lot of female friends. So it's like, I can somewhat speak on behalf of women or from a woman's perspective, because I talk to women in that, in those ways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, son, so Lex, he's, he's, he's just a straight dude. Um, You know, it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't have that sensitivity, Not, not saying that he's insensitive, but, he doesn't have that sensitivity to look at things from a female's perspective. So right. we try our best with some of those topics, but at the end of the day, it's like, yo, I'd be like, nah, we need a female for this. Like, it's <laughs> like, you know, we can talk about it, but it would be so much better to have that female energy, that female in- pinpoint, that female point of view, because it'd be like, you know what? Yes, we have a a, a, a representative to speak directly to that, to those topics. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, if you ever need anybody, as long as like work doesn't get in the way, because, you know, work be ratchet sometimes. Oh, yeah. Work is for the birds. It is. is. But it's okay. We're not going to talk about it because we're in a safe space right now. Yes, we are. We're not going to talk about her. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I I, like I'll hit you up. You know, hey, we got them topics. I'll hit you up and see if you're free. Yeah, because I understand needing female energy. There's certain things that I, I mean, I just talk about everything anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't want to say I don't try to put a gender to it, but I do kind of keep my topics very generalized where right. I do get input from both men and women. I kind of put them together and say, okay, this is it. This is what it right. is. Don't come. Yeah. And I always make my disclaimers. Don't come for me. Don't be mad at me. Right. Don't it is what it is. Sideways. I mean, hey, this is just what I've learned, what I've experienced. Right. And it just, it is what it is. So we spoke a little bit about this when I was a guest on your show. So me hint again, shameless plug. Make sure you check it out on all podcast platforms, on YouTube. It's all out. Make sure, get it done, watch it. If you don't, you're you might be a loser. Yeah, Can a whole we say loser. that? A whole loser. <laughs> like, yes, a whole loser. I wanted to ask, how did you and Santo, how do you guys get into the YouTube world? Because this is a different animal. Um, so we first started our audio. Um mm-hmm. and um like so I watch YouTube a lot. And and I know there are a lot of podcasts on YouTube and, you know, coming in contact with Red Lipstick Vibes, who we affectionately love. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of the other uh, you creators that we that we know mutually. Um, it was just another avenue to put the podcast out. Um, you know, we come across uh, we use Restream to do our lives. Um, so it's like putting it out on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. It's like, hey, you know, we got to try to hit everything that we can because our goal was to get monetized and this stuff like that. But, you know, of course that takes time. Um, 
But, you know, I was already familiar with uh, video editing and doing YouTube, this, that, and other. So we just felt like, you know, with our platform and with our topics and with us knowing over a thousand people's individually or jointly or whatever, that, you know, we can, you know, hit those people and, and they'll, you know, support our podcast, which, right. you know, is another animal, but, you know, yep. that's, that's, that, that was our thing. That was our thing. We just wanted to get out there and, and hopefully, you know, even get new, a new audience and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Do you find it difficult managing like the audio and the visual aspect of it, like with YouTube and just the audio platforms? Or is it something you kind of just throw out at the same time? And because of whatever systems you guys use, it's able, you're able to split it up. Um, Before it got frustrating, yeah. it was fairly simple. Um, once, once I got, once I, once I got into a flow of the audio and the video, it was it just more of um finding a flow of it um but you know like i told you like some of our recordings would be like two and a half three hours and it's like Ooh. finding the time to chop that up and chop it up in in a in in, in a, a digestible pieces i had to find that because at first it was like you know, we would do 30 minute audios like we would break a ep- one episode up into maybe um, four segments and put that out in like four or five days throughout a week. And we would do the same. I would do the same thing with the video, 30 minute videos here and there. But, you know, people's retention is not 30 minutes long for a YouTube video, especially, you know, for us. So um, one of my I'll say inspirations is Vlad TV. I watch Vlad every day damn near every day okay. <laughs> and so seeing how he chops his videos up mm-hmm. i went to chopping our videos up like that and actually got more feedback from people yeah i'm glad you chopped it up like that because you know that such and such was too long and it's that and the other so you know all shouts out to vlad because you know i, I see a lot of people you know mirroring him what he does and mm-hmm. you know for the most part you know if i have a a, a five minute or eight minute video clip um it usually gets people to want to list, watch the, the other ones. But the craziest thing is I've that I've been noticing in the analytics is part one to drop, mm-hmm. you'll get like four, five, six views. Right. Part two, three, and whatever a drop drop. And it's like, why does part one have five or six and part three has ten? It's like the math doesn't make <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. Like like you 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 didn't watch the first clip but you went straight to the third but three four five six and seven got all these views it's like um what am i missing here and it's like yeah and 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 like i was telling you before i like i I don't have the the mental space or time to listen through the whole thing so i'll just chop it up where i chop it up because it's like it already took you know, two and a half, three hours to record this. Now we're down to like 45 minutes to an hour per episode or, or pre, yeah. pre-recording. pre um, I just didn't have the time to listen through the whole thing and be like, all right, let me take out the ums, the ahs, the dead space, the this, the that, the other. You know, I'm not doing all that because it's like, I'm do- I'm the one doing it. And it's like, you know, you know, if I'm not teleworking, you know, 
I drive from where I'm at to DC and that's an hour and a half drive to work in the morning. And depending on how traffic is, it could be two and a half, three hours getting home. And it's like, I'm, I'm not about to fool with all of that. I'm going to just yeah, it's put too this much on your plate. Yeah, you know, um, for the, um, for the audio, I put it in the one program, chop it up and, you know, I have my template set up so that it levels the sounds. And um, for the video, we re- we do it in Riverside and it pretty much does all of that. Like it, it normalizes the sound and takes out the echoes and all this, that and the other. And all I got to do is put that in DaVinci Resolve, chop it up and, you know, put it on YouTube and, and, and run run with it. Oh, that's what's up. So you make your life a lot easier. Yeah. It's hard. It's a, it is it a is. lot of work. It is because, a lot of work. Because I'm still sitting, like, I'm, I'm still that person that sits down, watch. If it's like an hour and 40 minutes, I watch it. And I try to cut it down to like an hour, like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But even then, I'm just like, damn, I got to watch it. I got to make right. sure I take out. Sometimes I do take out dead space. But mm-hmm. now I realize that dead space just makes it a lot more organic. Well, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to leave it. <laughs> yeah. Like you might have those. I mean, you know, so more pro- all props to you because solo, I know it's hard because there's been times where I've gone on solo, he's going on solo. And it's like, for me, it's like I'm missing my right arm when I, when I go solo. So, so shout outs to you and everyone else who does it, you know, the pre-records or, or even a live solo. Um, but to go back and listen to all that, it's like, I said all of this. Now I got to listen to me say all of this. And now I got to stop it and chop it and take this out. I, I was, at first I was doing that because mm-hmm. the great thing about um, Reaper, which I use for audio, is, you know, you have the sound waves and it's like, all right, there's a dead space right there. I could put mm-hmm. my my cursor right there and see what's going on right there and take this out and, and, and you know, splice and dice and move this, move that. And it's like too much work. No, Way too much. Uh, it's way too much. And I think when I got into podcasting, I was just like, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I want this to be as fun, as chill, as like relaxed as I want it to be. And I didn't even imagine how much of a production it would become Man. eventually. Right. Yeah. It's a whole production. It's like, it, it, it makes you appreciate those who are in that career field more because um, like I tell people, I love going to the talk shows. Like I come up, I come up there I I go to all the talk. Actually, I'm I'm be up there on Monday for the view, but um, oh, that's coming up too. <laughs> yeah, um, I love going to talk shows. So, going to a talk show and seeing all they do, it gives you podcasting. It gives you a greater appreciation for what they do. Yeah, and they, and there's a whole team, and they're yeah. all like struggling and running around. So imagine right. you and Sun so and like so or like solo podcast. Just imagine. Yes. All, the, yes. all that work. And just like that, we've reached the end of the It's Me Shell podcast. Join us on Sunday for part three, the very last part of this three-part series, where we um, get a little raunchy with La Comay on the fiery seat of heat, just like Soul Toucher likes it. And we also get into some more of who Soul Toucher the poet really is, as well as what the plans are for the King and I Live podcast. So make sure you tune in. Uh, like I said, this episode will be out on Friday on YouTube. And on Sunday, parts three will be out on YouTube and on all podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss absolutely any content and make sure you follow 
follow me on Instagram at its.me.shell. Click that link in my bio and go ahead, just click follow, you know, everywhere. I don't bite. Come on. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and I'll see you on Sunday. Bye.